Welcome to the CL Talks podcast. Each week, we sit down with different guests who provide unique and insightful perspectives on various topics. Let's dive right into this week's episode of CL Talks. What's going on, Covenant Love? Welcome to another CL Talk. I'm super excited tonight because I am joined by your worship pastor, Pastor Rob. How? Uh, we're here to continue. How? Yes. How? <laughs> um, for those of you um, who have been watching the series that Pastor started uh, two weeks ago, started talking about spiritual warfare, we're going to be continue, continuing to talk about that same topic um, but who better to talk about praise in spiritual warfare than our worship pastor? <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking no about that. No pressure at all. He's going to say everything perfectly. It's going to be great. No, <laughs> so um, we're going to get started talking about that topic um, and just really exploring what it looks like, um, what praise is, what praise's role is in super um, in spiritual warfare, and I'm just really excited about that. But let's pray before we get started, and we'll hop into our conversation. Father, we thank you so much for everything that you're teaching us here at Covenant Love. God, we're grateful for your word. We're grateful for the guidance of the Holy Spirit who teaches us all things. Holy Spirit, we invite you right now into this moment to just speak through Pastor Rob and myself and help us to give not just uh, knowledge, but also practical application so that people can begin to utilize uh, praise in their spiritual warfare. God, we thank you for opening our hearts, opening our minds to everything that you want to say to us tonight. In Jesus' name, name. amen. So praise is a really big topic. Yeah, it's not it's broad. Um, it's very broad. It's extremely broad. <laughs> when you're talking about it in the context of spiritual warfare or talking about it in the context of just praise in general, there's all kinds of different directions that we could go in. Yep. But as we're talking about spiritual warfare, I think one of the most, and praise within spiritual warfare, I think um, one of the most important things that we can address is what praise is not. Right. Right. And, we kind of talked about this yesterday, but praise is not reminding God of who he is. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I think starting here, um, even before that, like praise is, I, I think there's this misconception that praise is simply like music. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or praise is simply this or that. But um, I think it's important to know that, listen, like praise is not music. Music is a form of praise yeah like there's many forms of trees there's apple trees there's orange trees there's oak trees but they're all trees so um so praise isn't simply bound to just like music or or whatever but um leading out of that into you know praise is is not necessarily reminding god of who he is um it's, it's simply reminding ourselves of who our god is yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I was telling the team this past Sunday, we did the song Be Enthroned. Um, and, you know, before service, I was just reminding myself, reminding us that, listen, we're not saying God be enthroned because he stood up from his throne. You know, right. it's not saying, God, you are you are mighty because he forgot. Oh, I am. I am that. Thanks for reminding <laughs> Thanks me, for kids. Reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's more so reminding ourselves that, listen, like because we're human. Yeah. You know, um, it's reminding ourselves, listen, though I'm walking through this or though I'm facing this or even though I'm feeling great and all as well, 
God is still on the throne. Yeah. God is still mighty. God is still worthy to be praised. Yeah. Uh, so praise is, isn't necessarily reminding God of who he is. It's reminding ourselves of who our God is. That's so good. And I think like practically too, it's kind of reverting back to even what you said about praise not just being a song, but praise is also not just something that we do corporately. Yeah. You know, it's something that we can use individually. But I yep. think because we are a nation that's been so churched yep. and, you know, nothing wrong with being the church, but when we're so focused on just the right ways and the wrong ways to do church, we can forget that the things that we do in church are not mutually exclusive to church. Right. So like yep. whenever we come together on Sunday mornings, we're doing something corporately together that we actually have access to and that we're capable of doing on Monday through Saturday as right. well. And not just, I love, I feel like that's such just such an important aspect to focus on too, is it's, it's not just, it's not just music and it's not just the fast songs. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. not just the, like it's praise is it's, you know, we sometimes we get so caught up in that of like, we think praise is what happens when you're just clapping your hands yeah. and dancing right. around and things like that, that those are forms of praise. Right. Those are aspects of praise, but praise can happen when we speak something that's true yep. about God. Praise can even happen in a way that we live, like I, I think tithing can be praise where we're declaring the faithfulness of God in our finances. I think that um, loving other people can be praise yeah. because whenever we love God, we're declaring the love of God to other people Absolutely. and that we're doing this not as, not, not just as an event, but it's a lifestyle of praise that we can live. Absolutely. And, and whatever the form is, like whatever form of praise we may be um, operating in, whether it's singing, whether it's um, praying even, uh, yeah. you know, entering his gates with thanksgiving, entering his courts with praise, like opening your prayer time yeah. with just declaring, God, you are who you say you are, like declaring all those things. Um, you know, it, it, and it, it, it just stems back to, you know, I love what you said about, you know, um, praise not just being a corporate thing. Praise not just being something we um, lock into on a Sunday morning together. That's part of it. Yeah. But I think praise is most effective in our lives when it's actually practiced Monday through Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 you know I, I feel like the uh, I can speak to the American church because that's where I, that's what I live in. That's that's where I'm at. Um, is that we believe that, you know, there's this thing of, uh, I've got to make it to Sunday so I can get my praise on, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, and I love corporate worship. I love corporate praise. Um, there, we've had some extremely powerful moments here in the yes, last we few weeks of just corporate adoration of who God is. And but, but I think there's a step of maturity that we as believers can take in, in saying, you know, I'm not just going to wait to fill my tank up on Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my tank full throughout the week. Uh, I think that's where the psalmist said, you know, may his praise ever be on my lips. Yeah. Not just on Sunday morning, not just when we're all together, not when it's easy. Because to be honest, Sunday mornings are easy. 
<laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings are super easy because you've got you know people around you you're that feeding off of you're feeding off of one another exactly hunger um, it's harder to wake up in the morning you know if you're single or whatever um, and and begin to declare the praises of God yeah um, it's harder when you're on the mountain like yeah. <laughs> like when all is good and you're just walking through your week it's even yeah. harder to me um, when all things are good to remember. I still need to be declaring who my God is. Yeah. And so uh, whatever the form, you know, music, declaration, and prayer, praise isn't reminding God who he is. It's reminding ourselves. Yeah. And one of the, the Hebrew definitions of praise is halal, 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 <laughs> which means, <Something> like <laughs> which means look towards. Yeah. And so it's this refocus and repers- let me get my perspective right for today. Yeah. I'm just going to start my Monday morning. I'm not going to declare that this is a Monday and I'm just like, oh, I'm already drained for the week because yeah. it's Monday. Yeah. Um, I'm going to begin my Monday morning with with looking towards the one um, who I'm really living for, yeah. <laughs> the one who, who who is my all. He's my all in all. Yeah. And begin to declare who God is. And I think that that's why praise is such an important aspect of spiritual warfare. Yep. Because... If you're doing spiritual warfare, but you're not focused on the right thing, then you can't. I think we live in a time where I think people get so focused on the problem or the yeah. thing that they're warring against that they lose sight of the person that's warring for them. Yeah. That's you know, good. and that's what that really is what praise is. Absolutely. Like what you're saying, it's a reminder of he is good and his love endures forever. Yeah. Like he is mighty, he is powerful, yep. he is enthroned, he is my heavenly father seated in heavenly places. He is Jehovah Rapha, my healer, he yep. is my provider, he is all of those different things. And that's what praise does is it's it causes us to, no matter if we're in the craziest, most intense circumstance of our life, we're able to come before God. And I, I almost think about like, You know, David wrote that Psalm, you know, Psalm 100, where he says, enter his courts with thanksgiving in your hearts and into his, uh, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart, enter his courts with praise. He wrote that at a time where the temple was a, an outward thing. People would go in to the temple to worship God. But now we're the temple. We are the temple. Yep. And I think that that's even another part of praising is it's that reminder of, okay, this is who's on the inside of me. Yep. This is the creator of the universe, the God who authored life, the God, like the, the God who is in control. He's on the inside yeah. of me. That's hard to, that's hard to, I don't know. Sometimes it's in our, I guess in our humanity, it's hard to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, which goes back to like just being consistent about yeah. reminding myself or remind myself. Yeah. To bless you, Lord. Yeah. Um, speaking to ourselves, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter where I'm at, what I'm facing. Speaking to myself and saying, "Okay, yeah, there's this, but bless the Lord, O oh my soul." Yeah. Um, but that's a hard thing to to grasp. I yeah. guess is that um, I've heard that I've heard it asked um, to a guy once, and he he said, "You know, people always ask me, is God all around me, or is God seated in heaven on His throne?" Mm-hmm. Or is God within me? And he said, I always answer that those questions with yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's all of it. Yeah. Like and that's that's hard to to yeah. perceive many I times. I think it's hard because 
because we are living in this body yeah. and the war that we're fighting yep. can be taxing on us yep. physically. Absolutely. You know, if, if someone's out there going through cancer or, I mean, I mean, you know, with, you know, with what went on with your dad and, yeah. you know, losing your dad, you understand that that battle was hard fought, Absolutely. you know, on every single end. And, and I mean, I know with a different circumstance, but with my brother and believing for his salvation and all that, that was a battle hard fought. And there were mornings, there are mornings when you wake up and you might not be doing hand to hand combat with a per with a physical person, but you're doing combat in heavenly places and you can feel, you can feel that you can be tired. You can begin to be discouraged. You can begin to wonder when, when am I going to win this thing? Exactly. But that's why David spoke to himself so often. I I think it's so interesting that we see kind of like that dichotomy in the life of David where he addresses himself and then he addresses God. You know, I think about Psalm, you know, we have Psalm 42, 5 through 6 in the New Living Translation here. It says, why am I discouraged? Why is my soul so sad? Why is my heart so sad? He, David acknowledges the reality of yeah. what's going God on. God is not afraid of our realities. No. <laughs> we are yeah. many times. He's not afraid of our, our questions. Yeah. Um, that's something I realized with my dad was like, like you can't ignore the questions. Like you can't mm-hmm. just sit there like they're not there. Yeah. God's not afraid of them though. It's okay yeah. to express your questions. It's yeah. okay to express your frustrations. Um, but I love what David does in continuing this. Like, mm-hmm. I will put my hope in God. Come on. I will praise him again. Like, he always <laughs> comes back around to praise. He always reshifts his focus from where he's at and being open and being honest with God. Listen, like, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And he always reverts and comes back around to that place of, but you are God. You are who you say you are. I will put my hope in you. Well, I think that would be another great definition for what praise is not, is praise is not ignoring the way that you feel. Correct. Yeah. Praise is not going, I, I'm i not angry, I'm not angry, I'm not sad, I'm not sad, I'm not depressed, I'm not depressed, I'm not depressed. <laughs> oh God, you know, like it's not trying to talk yourself out of what you're feeling and where you're at. It's the realization that, even though you are in that place, even though you are feeling discouraged, even though your heart feels sad, God is always who he says that he Absolutely. is. You know, I love that. Again, I'll put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now, I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember but, you. Yep. <laughs> That's that part of yep. there's nothing wrong with feeling the reality of life but it's that turning it around of, yeah. but I exactly. will remember you. And he goes on, you know, he says, even from Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan, from the land of Mizar, like all of these things, all of those mountains and all of those places are points of encounter for the people of Israel. Yeah. And he's saying that there is like, I'll remember your presence. I'll remember who you are. I'll remember the time that you came through for me. And he's just going into all of those different points of just saying like, yes, this is true. I am sad. I am discouraged. I do feel beaten down, but I will remember. Yeah. I I love what um, I've heard Bill Johnson teach on this before is like the, and speaking of like spiritual warfare that we deal with, 
um, the battleground for a large portion of spiritual warfare is actually between our ears. Yep. And I've heard Pastor Dad teach about this as yep. well, like a couple of years ago, um, is, is, is in our minds. Um, and I think of Jesus in the garden when he was praying and he was, yeah. you know, um, right before the cross, he was praying, praying, praying. He said, he made this statement. He said, you know, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Yeah. He was dealing with this exact, this exact thing where, you know, Jesus was man. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had to deal with these things as well. Um, but at the end of the day, he didn't allow his, his mind, his will and emotions to dictate what his spirit was going to do, what the real yeah. him was going to do. Yeah. He aligned his mind, his 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 thinking. He aligned his emotions. He aligned his will with what his spirit was willing to do. Yeah. Um, and he didn't give in to flesh. He didn't just stop at that prayer and say, you know, my spirit is willing. Oh well, but my flesh is weak, so yeah. I'm not going to do this. Well, I think that's <laughs> that realization of. I think it's. Um, let me go here. I don't have this in our notes. <laughs> find it. Find it. Galatians. It's either. I think it's Galatians. It's 2.20, yeah, Galatians 2.20, and I'll read it out of the New Living Translation. But it says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And I think that some of that, realizing the truth of that has to do with winning the battle right here. Because our soul, our mind is is experiencing both worlds. You know, our mind experiences the flesh and the things that are going on around us. But then it also experiences, that's why I think it's so funny. We can come in on Sunday morning and we can leave like feeling like the most powerful people in the world. Like you just had to change the city. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> let's go change the city. And then you wake up on Monday morning and then you get that phone call that gets on your nerves. And then you read that tweet tweet, or you see that Instagram post or that Facebook post, or you read that news article. And all of a sudden there's that like decline happening and your soul is experiencing the reality of the flesh. Yep. And you have to remind yourself that I've died to this life. Yeah. And it's not, and it doesn't end there. It's not, I'm dead. It's Christ lives in me. Yeah. And yeah. so when I begin to praise and when I begin to focus on who Jesus is, who the Father is, who the Holy Spirit is, when I start to center my mind around that and going beyond a song and declaring the word of God and speaking the word of God to uh, speaking about God to myself, I start to realize and I start to win the battles that I'm facing because I'm going, oh, that's right. You're on the inside of me. It's not my battle to fight. It's not my life to live. Like I just have to surrender. And I think praise so often helps us to surrender. It helps us to lean in to the fact that that he's one he he's the battle winner. He's the victorious one. Like that's who he is. And so whenever I come before him and I'm focusing and drilling into that point and not allowing the circumstances around me to distract me from the reality. Because that's what the devil wants to do. The devil knows that if he can keep you focused on what's on the outside of you instead of who's on the inside of you, he can yep. wipe the floor with you. Yep. Because he knows the reality Super. of praise. Like I love um, the scripture. Oh no, did I not write it down? Uh-oh. Oh, I got it right here. I love Psalm 8-2. This is incredible. 
Psalm 8, 2 in the Passion um, says, you have built a stronghold by the songs of babies. (laughs) Strength rises up with the chorus of singing children. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. That's so good. That's the reality of what, and, and so of course, what does the devil want? The devil wants us Silence. focused. He doesn't want us, want us praising because he knows that praising leads us to realizing right. the person I'm talking about, he's right here right. and he's out here <laughs> and he's seated up there. And I know the end of the book, like he, the devil loses, he loses. And if he can keep me focused on those things, he's like, yeah, he can win. But not if we're praising and focusing. Exactly. And and in this whole thing of spiritual warfare, um, malnourished praise looks like this. I'm not familiar with the word of God. Ooh. <laughs> and you <laughs> nailed it on the head a while ago. It was like, you know, it it makes it extremely important to know the word of God when you're when you're dealing with spiritual warfare. Yeah. You've got to know the word of God. It's that Romans twelve renewing of the mind what am i renewing the, my mind with it's with the word of god that's right it's with the word of god um the romans 10 faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing pastor dad says this all the time and hearing <laughs> hearing the word of god like i can't properly praise god unless i know who he declares that he is what that's does right. what does your word say about you let me let me declare that not so again not to remind you or not to to make you believe it, Lord, but to help me believe, like yeah. help my faith grow, help my faith coming by hearing. God, you are who you say you are. You yeah. are a man of war. You are all these things. Um, it, it ultimately, again, comes back to building our lives, establishing our lives through praise. Yeah, and I think that that's why there's that important delineation there of even realizing that going back to praise not just being a song exactly and praise being a reality that when i sing these things whenever i say these things whenever i connect with the truth of who god is it not only brings encouragement to my soul and reminders to me but also god begins to move yep. in a situation i think about um Super is it good. psalm 24 or psalm one of those psalms where God says, or that the psalmist says, God is enthroned on the praises of his people. That literally when I start to speak, whenever I start to praise, whenever I start to focus in on God, it ushers in his presence. Like he can't can't stay away from people talking about him. Like whenever he hears people talking about him, he's like, oh, that's me. And I'm going (laughs) to come down and I'm going to confirm who I am. And I'm going to, you know, and it's not always right away, but it, it's praise. I think praise is also a process, yeah. you know, that we engage in and it's a personal process. Yeah. It's not just what we do on Sunday mornings. It's that all throughout the week, when I start to feel down, when I start to feel discouraged, when I start to feel these things, nothing, like we said, nothing wrong with yeah. feeling that way, but that I begin to engage and realize that I can call God into the situation. Yep. You know, that's our inheritance. Yeah. Sons and daughters. Um, don't forget that. Like whatever, wherever you're at, like, yeah. don't forget that. Like that is your inheritance. You are a son and a daughter of God. If my 
if my daughter or son or my other my young baby, whatever, if they come to me and they they ask for something, I'm not gonna ignore them. Like I'm gonna hear them out. Like if they're if they're telling me that my tummy hurts, you know, I'm not gonna ignore that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear. You know, okay, what are you dealing with? You know, begin to have that conversation. But God doesn't ignore us. Like God is not ignoring your prayers. God is not ignoring. Um, your issues. Um, I think a lot of times he's just waiting on us to to realize that he can help. Like just call him into your situation. Yeah, um, I think uh, as soon as you said that, I had I just had the the thought of um, last night. Benji was doing something. Um, I think he was climbing on top of something and he fell. And immediately he said, "Daddy," <laughs> and I just. I went straight to him. I just got up out of my chair. There was no delayed response. It was, I went down because I heard my name being called. Yeah. And I think that that's what happens in praise. We, like you said, we're not reminding God who he is, but we're, we're calling that name out. And he responds to his name. He responds to whenever we call out his character. When we call out healer, he responds. He comes, if we, if we say Jehovah Rapha, he shows up. Yep. You know, and and I think that that's where you really nailed that one part of it. It we start to believe what we're singing and what we're saying, and yeah. and that's the reason why we continually sing and say those things over and over again. And yeah. it's because we need that constant reminder. We need that constant call back to here's the reality of who He is. And when I call, I think about. Um, Jeremiah 33, three, where call to me and I will answer yep. you and I'll show you things that you did not know. Yep. And I think that's a, another amazing side is that when we call out to God about who he is, he comes in and he shows us more about who he is. Exactly. Too. And exactly. so it's not just, it's not just like this ATM thing where we like make withdrawals on who God is, but like, it's this never ending thing of the more I've seen God move the more I've praised him, the more I've discovered about yeah. him, the more I've engaged with him, the more I've fallen in love with him. And the more, honestly, the more confident I've gotten over time in my life. Like yeah. when the chips were down and life, honestly, like pardon me, but when life sucked yeah. and I, I like, and I didn't want to go on, but I made that decision to praise I discovered so much about who God was. Absolutely. We haven't figured him out. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've, I've been saying that for a while, and I was like, it's like, God, we've we've done all the, we've studied you, we've got all the theolo- theology and, you know, um, all this and that, and we've studied the Hebrew, the Greek, and everything, and we have yet to scratch the surface yeah. of the magnitude of who God really is. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's another, another reason to, like you said, praise, like so that he does reveal another aspect of it, yeah. of himself. Like the angels circle around this throne singing, holy, 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 you are other than, because they haven't even figured it out. Like the magnitude of God, <laughs> like the reason they can sing the same song over and over and over is because they haven't like fully experienced like the mag that, God, you are so much bigger yeah. than I thought you were. Yeah. Like that's a that's another reality I keep coming to is like, God, you're so much bigger than I thought you were. And praise will get you to that place yeah. where you can where you can step into that realization that um God, you are my source. Yeah. God, you are all that I need. Like yeah. you are more than enough. 
for me and my my family and my life. Yeah. Um, and and the other aspect of this is like, um, I, I know for me when I first came to Covenant Love, um, my family we came back in like 2007, and one of the one of the outside of the worship, I was like, oh, what is going on here? They have a drummer. Um, <laughs> outside of all that, one of the things that gripped my heart the most was seeing, I remember seeing you, I remember seeing um, Pastor Josh and all these kids that were my age um, down at the altar and they were just like going after God. And I remember so clearly something in me said, I don't know what they've got, but I know I'm supposed to have it. And that was that revelation of God and who he is. Um, And so you you guys' praise actually affected my life Mm -hmm. and it made me want yeah. more and want to know what is it in their lives that, that I don't have? Like, what is it that they have that I don't have? Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, another aspect of praise is that, you know, yes, it's first and foremost for us to refresh our perspective and of, of who God is and remind ourselves of who God is, but it also is supposed to affect those around us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes me think about Paul and Silas whenever they were in prison and when they were up all night praising God and the building was shaken and chains were broken off. It didn't just break off of them. It broke off of everybody in the prison. Everybody in the prison was set free. And I, you know, a lot of times uh, some of the younger guys that I disciple, you know, when I'll, I'll come in on Sunday morning and, and I'll, I'll look at them and I'll say, you, you've got to praise like someone else's life depends yep. on it too, Exactly. you know, and not, you know, and not, not that that's always our focus, you know, because it, that can feel like a burden at times, but it, to me, it's an encouragement yeah. of like, man, like who knows what's going to get broken off of other people yeah. if I praise through this and get something broken off of me. Even looking at, th- at that Paul and Silas, like, like there's no biblical example or description of they sung this song and you know they were singing for the other prisoners or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it just says that they begin to lift their voice and sing praise God. Um, like they didn't know when they were singing that God was about to release the whole prison. No. Like <laughs> you guys didn't know when you were down front at the altar, just like jumping wow. five foot off the ground, like wow. that it was releasing something in me. Wow. Like, and so you never know, like, especially in that corporate setting when I've through the week, not waited till Sunday to, to get full, but I've been feeling myself yeah. as praise has continually been on my lips and Sunday morning is just an overflow. Like you never know who needs to hear your voice being lifted to God. No, you never know who needs to see you being like David and, and dancing into the city before the presence of God and not King who sees you or who says what or whatever. Like you never know whose change you're breaking around you. Yeah. And then a lot of times, you know, I just want to, as we're rounding everything out here, of just reminding you guys too, like sometimes you won't see those chains broken off of other people in a moment. You know, I think about the different things that I've been through in my life and to realize like, years later that that stuff is still breaking things off of other people. Yeah. You know, I, I think all the time, I think it was Graham Cook who said, you know, every time I go through something and I realize what God was doing on the inside of me after I went through a trial or a tribulation, yep. 
I would have asked for something 10 times worse yes. because I feel like I would have gotten 10 times the revelation yep. or 10 times the breakthrough, you know? And so I just want to encourage you guys, like, lean into this stuff today. Lean into the fact that when you praise, not only are you reminding yourself, not only are you doing battle on your behalf, but you're actually doing battle in a way that can change and affect the world around you. That people, you know, like, I mean, that's the first time I think, I don't, maybe I just don't remember, but I feel like that's the first time you've ever told me that. It's like, I never would have imagined, you know, that being 15 or however many years old I was at the time of praising and that was doing something Yep. Now <laughs> you're the worship pastor yeah, here like, and you're doing that for other people too. And it's like, it's this ripple effect and the, our praise and the battles we win through praise, it, it echoes on. Yep. It doesn't Absolutely. just stop. It doesn't just end at, oh, I sang a song or I quoted a scripture or I did X, Y, or Z. Like, no, it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. And, and that's why we... Personally, uh, I love what you said. As we praise through the week and as we win those battles just throughout the week in in spiritual warfare throughout the week, that when we come in on Sunday morning, we come in full. And just imagine, you know, if we're affecting the people around us and then we start to affect the city and we start to affect the state and we start to affect the nation, you know, people need us to be those praising warriors. People need us to engage in the battle that way. Um, But man, this has been an awesome part (laughs) one. We're looking forward to part two that's going to be next week. Um, Again, with Pastor Rob talking about uh, spiritual warfare and actually looking at intimacy uh, and the part that intimacy plays in spiritual warfare. Look, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I I encourage you to do so. The only way that you can have access to things like this is through connecting your life with Jesus Christ. So if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, I just want you to say this quick prayer. Say, Father, Father, I ask you to come and be Lord of my life. I confess you as Lord, and I thank you for forgiving my sins making me new and making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the CL Talks podcast. You can find the notes from this conversation in the show notes below. For more information and talks from Covenant Love, just search for us on social media or head to mycl.church. We'll see you next week.